Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Yeah, you should have been a Marine, Al. I think that would have been a good lane for you. You could uh, get you have Still a haircut. Can. You could Still can. you could go knock that out. It'd be great. Tell you something. This thing don't work out by the end of the year with you and I joining the Marines. <laughs> well, I would start get, working on your push-up game because I think the odds of that happening are probably uh, are, are probably pretty well, good. You know at what? Point. You're uh, you're pessimistic, so I'm gonna, <laughs> well, I'm gonna I am. take I'd, my chances. Gu- guilty as charged. I am absolutely a uh, pessimist and hard for Good news. Not I know. News with... we, we need to start there, right? Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. That, that needs didn't... to be. So you text me last night. You're like, bro, yeah. have you looked yeah. at Twitter? We're dead. And I'm thinking, like, did somebody say something? Like, what? What did we lose our jobs? Like, what happened? Yeah. Yep. And uh, it it might actually be worse than that because Howlin' Rays has decided that they're gonna take up the Sliwa challenge and bring us. That's some not a good idea. Smoking hot sandwiches. Um, let me. This say is this. your fault. This let is a hundred percent on you. Let me tell you something. And I'm by the way, I'm never coming back into the studio so that <laughs> I could just avoid doing this. It's one thing to, you know, run your mouth. It's one thing to kind of have it in your mind. You have a certain thought process like, hey, I think this would actually be a pretty fun idea, good idea. And then when it actually starts coming to fruition, the last thing I needed, I don't know about you, I didn't need to see Howlin' Rays tagged in whatever they were tagged <laughs> or tagging us in it. I'm sure. like, they weren't supposed to know. We were supposed to just kind of quietly. serious about this. <laughs> we were just supposed to quietly kind of drag this thing on a little bit. And one day we do it, we do it. Uh, yeah, we're screwed. And you know what? It's your fault. You want to know why it's your fault? <laughs> Hit me. Because you accepted the idea, which is so idiotic to begin with, and uh, and we'll just have to deal with no, it. No, I, I I think that this is 100% on you. I'm going to do it, and here, here's my goal. It's going to yeah. be painful. It's mm-hmm. going to be a disaster. I just hope that it's slightly more disastrous and slightly more painful for you than it is for me. That's really my only goal at this point. I'm going to do it, and I'm going to do it around 9.58. <laughs> Can you imagine having to do, do the, the whole show, the show. Oh with that thing burning your face off? I, I'm not kidding you. I had the medium, and it was a lot. It was a good. lot, and there are two two steps higher than that. So uh, we'll we'll see how that goes. It's yeah, uh, it's an well, Ask Slee day. We'll Pretty excited out. about that. That's always a good way to get the uh, the day started. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline, and as always, we look forward to your participation on the Dr Pepper call in line. ESPN Nation is presented by Dr Pepper. College football's back, so are the fans. Return to glory with Fansville by Dr Pepper, the one fans deserve. Here's what I need from you. You can't send me random texts in the middle of the evening that say, we're dead, bro. Yeah. I, I, no. the, the context well, I didn't of say that, we're dead. I said we're screwed. <laughs> screwed. And okay, same I difference. can only imagine where your head goes from there because I, I can I, – I, I, listen, the more I get to know you, the more I kind of have a good idea, a feel of Travis Rogers. Yes. So when I say that, I can only imagine the 180 things that went through your mind and then it circled back around, oh, okay, it's just Howlin' Rays. We are screwed, but it's just Howlin' Rays. 180 of them went through my mind and 180 yeah. of them were all deeply negative. Yeah. So don't do that anymore. Say, hey, Trav, did you see that thing about the sandwich? That's a better way to start yeah. that particular text thread. And- I felt like it needed more <laughs> drama to it. it yeah, well, it worked. You, you, you got the drama that you were looking for. Absolutely. All right. Um, 
Lakers Jack, real tonight. Real quick here, just yeah. ask real quick. Emily, how you doing over there? Everything okay over there? I felt like you got a little. You were a little flustered there with the I'm Zoom. I'm fine. Thing I'm second. fine. I just. Uh, I, I was just late to the Zoom. I had some. I had some stuff to deal with before the show. Right before. Right before we went on, she's like, "Get on the Zoom." Or I think she said, "Are you guys on the Zoom?" I'm like, uh, it's just me and Travis. We're on here. We're <laughs> we're we're by ourselves. Our For some reason, here. my computer wasn't seeing you guys, so I was just. I was a little stressed. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're guys. lucky if you don't have to look at our two ugly mugs. It's, not it's bad. probably. A, it's probably a pretty good day for you. you Your a, computer a adjusted properly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She's got the Travis and Sliwa filter on her laptop that she, automatically. She could only gets rid hear us. us. She never actually gets to see That's us. Bad That's bad enough, bad. right? That's bad That's enough bad. along the way. You know, here's what I want, Al. Here's what I'm looking for. Uh, We talked a little bit about the heat yesterday coming in, and uh, they've got the Lakers tonight at Staples Center. I'm not necessarily looking for a win tonight. It'd be great if they got it. Don't get me wrong. It'd be be their best win of the season by far. What I'm looking for coming into this game tonight is the outline of a good team, the the moments of a good team, where the pieces fit a little bit better together, where all of a sudden it just says, you know what, maybe they didn't win the game, but – they played really well. They played really well for a half. They played really well for three quarters. If they just make a shot here or there, that game goes in a different direction. Because here we are, we're uh, 11 games into the season, and we still haven't had that. We still haven't had that game, that quarter, that half. We go, there it is. That looks about right. That's look that, That's what we're going for. I'd really like to check that box on my checklist of things that I'd like to see from the Lakers because I would have thought it would have happened by now, and it hasn't. Okay, so – I would think that I'm a pretty optimistic Laker fan. Like I, I, there's the fan part of it, and then there's also you really just want to see your team do well. And I, I would say that I'm a pretty positive person. I, I try as best as I can to think, okay, Lakers are going to get through this. All right, they'll figure that out. And I have, I have some confidence to, I have some reasons to have that confidence. The franchise has been, you know, unbelievable since I started following the Lakers in the late '80s. So it's like you, you have something to back that up. Um. I don't feel good about tonight. I mean, if you know, and it, it, here's the reality: you were just talking about do the Lakers really have a good win on their schedule so mm-hmm. far this year? If I had to, and I'd have to think about it for a second, but if I'm just gonna, you know, really give this some thought, I'd say okay, Memphis is a game that stands out, right? Now I'll say also so. say, well, I'll say that LeBron was there; he was playing. It, you were already started out the season zero and two. Memphis is not this powerhouse in the Western Conference or the Eastern Conference where you're thinking, okay, this is Milwaukee or Brooklyn or something along those lines. So if that's your best win to this point, okay, that's a little worrisome, but that's kind of the reality of where and we are. And it was are. a win that you survived. You didn't look great. You survived. S- you survived the game. You did not necessarily look good. You won, which is great, but yep. this was not a, hey, that looked really good. John Morant you know, kept him in it. It was the Lakers nearly blew that game. San Antonio, two Houston wins, the uh, win against the Charlotte Hornets, uh, Cleveland. So I, I would say, okay, the Memphis game is the best win. So um, Miami tonight is – this is an incredibly tough matchup for the Lakers. And, Trav, maybe in a weird way, I know it's going to sound kind of crazy, maybe they need one of these, you know, where they're not really expected to win. Maybe it's – you know, you're taking on a team that um, is is at full strength – they're coming off a game where, you know, they're going to have – Miami's going to have two chips on their shoulders. One Jokic is – Jokic brothers. 
Yep. <laughs> one is going to be, this is what just happened 48 hours ago, and this is the first team we get to play since then. And the other chip on their shoulder, a lot of these guys are the same guys that lost to the Lakers in the NBA Finals in 2020. Miami is one of the elite teams in the Eastern Conference. For them, this is a big game. You know, let's kind of, let's take a punch when we can at the Lakers, and we face them down the lo- down the road. It's going to be in Miami. So I think Miami obviously has some some extra motivation in this game. And when I say maybe the Lakers need a game like this, every one of their games, we've been sitting back, you and I, talking about, look how advantageous the schedule is. Look how advantageous the schedule is. Well, they haven't really taken advantage of that schedule so far. And even the wins that they've had, um, you know, they've, they've been – they've been a challenge to get a win, whether it's an overtime win against Charlotte, overtime win against the San Antonio Spurs, the close games against one of the close games against the Houston Rockets. So Mm -hmm. um, we'll see how tonight pans out, but I will be completely brutally honest. Definitely don't feel good about Lakers and the Miami. This is really shocking to me. And and, and it's not just an Alan Sliwa thing. I think it's just a, how quickly things change thing. A couple of things. You just talked about the Lakers, 12 of the first 15 Laker games they're going to play at home, and yep. most of those games are against opponents that you would have expected them to handle, right? Mm-hmm. That hasn't happened. They're 6-5 and five through 11 of these games. The next four, if you got through 2-2, two and two, I think you probably feel pretty good about it. If, you I know, agree. I, I, I think agree. that's probably mm-hmm. – so you're talking about those first 15 games, almost all of them at home, 12 of 15 at home, most and of them – And you being 8-7. and seven. Being 8-7. and seven. Yep. That's not good. I also want to go back to something you said a second ago. Not expected to win. Let's go back to the beginning of the season. Yep. Everybody was, oh, we got the guys. We got this is the you know we're gonna go out there, we're gonna beat the we're gonna beat the uh, the Brooklyn Nets. We're gonna go out and compete with Giannis and all these things. It's now we're ah they're not expected to win that game. Anthony Davis is gonna play. Russell Westbrook's gonna play. Carmelo Anthony's gonna play. Everybody but LeBron James is gonna play. And I know that LeBron's super important. Don't get me wrong, but we've we we've decided to change the way that we're looking at this awfully fast as opposed to a team well the lakers can't beat the miami heat i mean all they have is lebron is anthony davis and russell westbrook you can't expect to beat jimmy butler and bam Adebayo with just anthony davis and russell westbrook this is how rapidly these things happen now the good news is it Mm -hmm. can go back the other way the good news is they go out there and have the game that you and i are hoping that they have i think it kind of settles down a little bit but this is through the first 11 games of the season. You're talking yeah. about survival. You're talking about just finding a way to beat this team or that team. The best win of the season is against Memphis. You got two losses against Oklahoma City. This isn't, and it just doesn't look quite right yet. It's it's not coming together. This is something very different than that. And just hearing, oh, we're not supposed, if AD was gone, if Russell Westbrook was gone, if Carmelo wasn't playing well, yeah. okay, fine. I, I get it. It's not what's happening. LeBron James is hurt, and he's missing some time. Everyone else is around, and you can't hang with Miami? Yeah, but this is a different game. This is not the game. I I hear the game you're talking about. Miami's arguably the best team in the Eastern Conference, so it's not – this is not Lakers taking on the Charlotte Hornets. Charlotte's actually a a fantastic example, right? Lakers were going down to the wire against Charlotte and had to go into overtime and um, had Carmelo have to put up 29 points, and Russ statistically pretty damn good. Um, Anthony Davis statistically pretty damn good. But this isn't that game, Trav. So I I hear what you're saying, but the reality is even if LeBron James was playing in this game – this is a tough game. Like this is a really the Miami Heat added Kyle well, Lowry. They have a lot of these other. We're changing the. We're changing. No, the I'm, tough, I'm not the changing. La- the I'm Lakers, not changing anything. The, the the tough game is for everybody that plays the Lakers. 
That's what I was told. Everybody, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, how, how are you going to deal with Russ? Trap, how are you going to deal LeBron, with AD? Now LeBron's all of a sudden it's, hey, look, the Lakers can't hang with these Why, guys. You're, you're, the you're, you're flipping the page as if LeBron not being there is not that big of a deal. This is not – this. no, see, you're flipping the page. The page is, is that Russell Westbrook's here for when LeBron doesn't play. Everything's going to be fine. Anthony Davis is going to be an MVP candidate. <laughs> what happened? It's only played 11 games. We've already decided the team can't do anything against then anybody I th- then without I think LeBron. You're, then I think you're misunderstanding. If you're playing one of the best teams in the NBA without LeBron James, you're not expected to come out and get a W. You're just not. And that's so with- Anthony Davis and Russell Westbrook are just dudes. They're just guys that show up, and if they don't okay. have their big brother, give you a good they example. can't do anything. Let me give you a good example. If the Miami Heat came into tonight's game without Jimmy Butler and the Lakers had LeBron James, no one would expect Miami to win. That's because the Lakers have Anthony Davis and Russell Westbrook. And LeBron James. Right. but They have Kyle Lowry, Bam Adebayo, Jimmy Butler. You've done a U-turn. This was all about when LeBron wasn't here, and now all of a sudden without LeBron, this team's no no good? No, no. the problem is you're not paying attention to the competition that they have tonight. Miami's not the Charlotte Hornets. I understand that, but the Lakers, the, Oklahoma City the Lakers Thunder. aren't the Sacramento Kings with LeBron James and a bunch of guys that can't play dead in a Cowboy movie. This, also, was, this was the team that you were saying yesterday has so much star power that, my goodness, look at all of these stars. And now you're saying that if one of the stars is gone, they can't beat anybody. No, I, I definitely don't think you understood anything that I said yesterday, if that's what you took away from yesterday. I, I really don't. If we were talking about this yesterday – that the Lakers without LeBron James are surviving at 500. Mm-hmm. That's and and listen, I could have a certain tune 11 games ago. So Anthony the, Davis and Russell Westbrook as two guys are a 500 basketball team. Carmelo Anthony making 50 percent of his three pointers. Yep. With AD and Russ, they're gonna yep. they're gonna go 41 and 41. Um, they might not go 41 and 41 because they're two and three without LeBron James. So <laughs> in, in right. five games, and, and Trav, this is the point that I made. The point I'm making is. All I can do, all I could do, is assess what we've seen so far. So far, they're actually a 500 to below 500 team. Five games, LeBron hasn't been there. Okay, they went into overtime against the San Antonio Spurs and won. They lost two against the Oklahoma City Thunder. They beat the who am I trying to think here? They beat Charlotte in overtime and they lost to Portland. They were down 34 at one point. AD left after seven minutes. They are showing us at least early in the season. They are a 500 to below 500 team when LeBron James is there. That's based off those first five games. I, I can't, you know, I don't have any other, um, I, I have no other way to kind of judge the team unless, and I think after tonight, they'll be two and four without LeBron. And and But that has a lot more to do with, I think Miami is really good. And those two guys have not shown when you have a game without LeBron James, Put it on our shoulders. We're going to take over. Have you noticed? Have you seen that? I haven't seen that. I have not, and that's the problem. I, I I'm with you on that one. That I was told, and I believed. And I'm not saying that this is. I, I was in this category too. That LeBron James entering his 19th season was possibly going to miss some time. Back. You're right about doubles. the point you're about to make. And, and, you're right about that this. There would still enough there that you would remain competitive. That you would not not only remain competitive, like keep your nose above water. But you would still be a very, very good Win team. Win three out of five games. That on any given night, you can yep. beat just about anybody chance. because mm-hmm. you have Anthony Davis, who's a great player, Russell Westbrook, who is a great player, Carmelo Anthony, who is a great player, Dwight Howard, who is a great player. All, all of these guys that this was, hey, we, we're going to be pretty good even if LeBron does need some time, even if LeBron does have a, a nagging injury that needs to be rested to carry. Okay. 
now all of a sudden it's hey look happen. if LeBron's not here what are we supposed to do that that's the that's the point that I'm making so it, it's let me let me explain it would be disingenuous for me to be it'd be disingenuous for me to say that I think the Lakers based off what we've seen so far with LeBron and without LeBron James to think that this game against it would be more of a shock and a surprise if the Lakers beat the Heat tonight than if they lost. If if it to p- kind of put it in more simpler terms, yeah, they they're not favored. That's for sure. I mean, they're not the team that we thought they were going to be. But there's a piece missing, and maybe it didn't have to be missing. That I think may have a lot more to do with than so at least I ever thought there might be. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. It is a pretty good line by you, Slee. I'm not going to lie. It wasn't a line. I was reading the menu. <laughs> That's why it's so good. I, I can't get credit for something I have literally nothing to do no, with. No, it's but the I, delivery. I appreciate that. Look, does Jack Nicholson get the credit for his movies, or does the guy who wrote it get the credit? It's Jack Nicholson gets the credit. Whoever made the menu should get the credit on <laughs> no, that No, you, you get the – speaking of that menu, uh, this is yeah. from our pal Big E, and he writes, who gets past two bites of that hot sando? That's going to be uh, some fire. Glad Howland Rays is taking care of you fellas, telling them to throw some fried pickles in in that order as well. So, look, yes, if there are fried pickles, I want some We're of those screwed, as bro. well. We're screwed. <laughs> so, okay, so what's yeah. the hottest thing you've ever done? Whether inadvertently, because sometimes you'll pick up something, you don't know what it is, or you're at a taco truck or whatever, you'll squirt a little salsa onto your taco, and you're like, you had no idea that that is the stuff that'll blow your face off. Have you ever gone anywhere near what we're about to do? I have no idea, but I've asked for, you know, you go to some different ramen places and you could get the spiciest that they have. Mm-hmm. And it's spicy, especially the fact that it's in a hot simmering bowl of soup. Right. Like you're, yeah, there's a little sweat coming down, right? So I've done one of those. I've also done um, Indian food has just insane yeah, spice levels yeah. as well. <laughs> yeah. I've asked, I've asked, I think there was, I think I said I got level eight out of 10. But I also think because it was me that was ordering it, they're like, yeah, for sure, eight, right? And then they, like, give they you a, diluted they it. give yeah. you a four and a half. <laughs> I think they diluted it. So, yeah, I'm not uh, – this is your fault. I'm going to send you – when I end up in the emergency room, I'm going to send you the bill. I'm going to reroute the uh, Blue Cross the statement of benefits to, to the Sliwa residents. Disney headquarters. <laughs> I'll get you the address. Yeah, this is uh, – this is your fault. I, I'm yep. already starting to regret it, but it is uh, definitely your fault. It's time for some Straight Talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. Okay, so you and I are talking about the Lakers and where they are through 11 games. And yep. I, 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 I think you're right in what you're saying about LeBron being the missing piece is obviously – huge it's it's huge and it's probably argue arguably even larger than anybody gave it credit for because I I fall into this myself but 
part of the reason that Anthony Davis, you made the trade for Anthony Davis, is so he could be the dude when LeBron is done. Yep. Part, part of the reason that you go and you get Russell Westbrook is in the event that LeBron has some injuries or needs some time, you still have not just Anthony Davis, but you got Russell Westbrook to carry all this water. I get- I, can I, let me just jump in. I think they also, a third superstar to them was important to, they, they didn't think that they had enough with LeBron and Anthony Davis to go win an NBA championship, 19th season, all that stuff. Russ also, you're 100% right that Russ will play a role that if LeBron's got to take a little time off, he's out for a couple of games. Okay, well, here's your guy that can go fill up the stat line and keep keep the engine going. Yep, I, I'm with you. And, and I think this is where it's really interesting. I love what you just said, that they didn't feel that they had enough to match Brooklyn and Milwaukee. That Anthony Davis and LeBron James at this point are not good enough to beat Kyrie and Harden and Durant and the team they put together in Brooklyn. Not enough maybe to beat Giannis and Middleton and Holiday in Milwaukee. And and I'm with you that they needed to, you know, they needed to shuffle the deck. They needed to do it again. The question is, though, how do you shuffle the deck? Which cards do you replace? And Alex Caruso, and and let me just start this because I've already seen this. I want to make sure I get this guy on Twitter right because he called me out and he's 100% right. Um, I can't find it. Here it is. It's from Chuck Taylor. Trav, you claimed many times Caruso was just a guy and wouldn't be Mm -hmm. missed. I did, and I did, and I was wrong. I was wrong. You know, they they miss him a great deal. And this is is the – I think the disconnect between you and me, Slee, about the way that they went about this, that it wasn't just we need firepower, right? It isn't just that we need to go star for star, big name for big name. What does the team look like? And I thought that they would be able to go and find some guys to replace Alex Caruso that would be very similar and that would fit in in a similar way. They haven't. The guards that they have brought in this season have not fit as well with this team as Alex Caruso did. Alex Caruso's playing lights out in Chicago. I I was wrong, okay? Full mea culpa on Alex Caruso. He is desperately missed at this point. He went on J.J. Reddick's podcast, and he says that really the Lakers, they didn't even make an aggressive offer to try to keep him. So essentially we got that offer, went back to L.A., asked if they could do the same, said no, asked for – Something else that was a little less, said no. And said, okay, well, if that's what that's what it comes to, I'm ready to go, ready to go to Chicago and you know, start the next chapter. And so he got the offer from the Bulls. He comes back to the Lakers and said, Listen, if you guys can do this, I'd rather be here than be there. And they said no. Well, what if a little bit less than that? The Lakers said no. He decided to go to Chicago. And this is the this kind of comes back to where we're talking right now, both with Caruso and this Laker team right now. They don't look like a team yet. The pieces don't look like they fit together yet. Alex Caruso played really well with LeBron James and Anthony Davis. He talked about that. We'll get to it in a second. But this is my issue, that the pieces that were brought in, not just to replace Alex Caruso, but to bolster a championship roster, haven't. And it's it's the construction of the team right now that I think is most interesting because you have nothing but names. I get it. They're great names. But the pieces don't look right. With Alex Caruso and, and, and Anthony Davis and LeBron James, pieces fit really well together. So there's a couple things on this. Right now, to make the argument that you're making, um, I, I can't really make that argument. Laker fans know I'm as big of an Alex Caruso fan as they come. I mean, I, well, I, brother. I was basically him and I are blood brothers, right? <laughs> but I, I, um, I was confused of, okay, well, 
why is Caruso being the odd man out in this thing? Caruso, what does Caruso do? The guy plays defense. You can close games with him. He's going to lock down other guards. He's going to hustle all over the place. He's going to have a couple high-flying, beautiful highlights because he cut to the basket at the perfect time, and LeBron found him. Yep. Why is you know what? Why is Caruso not valued more? But this is the problem with the argument today. Love that Caruso went out to J.J. Redick or with J.J. Redick, that podcast, and kind of gave the details. Here, here's the context of it. He did want it. If the Lakers could have just been reasonable, reasonable with an offer, then he probably comes back to the Lakers. That wasn't the case. He goes and signs his four-year, 37, I think 30 is guaranteed in Chicago. Mm -hmm. The Lakers are incomplete, and I'll explain exactly what I'm referring to. Until we see... If you want to make the argument that Lakers said, well, we're only going to pay THT or Alex Caruso, one of those two guys we're going to we're going to eventually pay. We haven't seen THT yet. So I until THT is a part of this Lakers team on a night-in, night-out basis, it's incomplete. Kendrick Nunn was a player that they went out, they spent their mid-level exception on, right? That's a player that also was one of these guards that is supposed to be a part of this year. And a lot of people would say whether – Experts out there were talking about they like the Westbrook deal or not. Very little amount of people were talking about Kendrick Nunn wasn't a good signing at a discount, right? Like, wow, the Lakers got him for that much? That's, yep. that's a pretty good deal. Yep. Those are two incompletes that are still going to tell a big story of the, the guards that the Lakers have. The problem today as we sit here, there has not been one guard that the Lakers have on this roster that you sit back and say, you got to have that guy. There just hasn't. I mean, Avery Bradley... There are times where you're like, oh, man, this guy looks like a good defender. There's other times. Can you get him off the floor and please put somebody else back in? Mm -hmm. Wayne Ellington needs to get some rotational minutes he will now that he's coming back. For the love of God, Austin Reeves out of nowhere is coming in. Yeah, he's been good. Earning minutes, rolling up his sleeves, whatever you need me to do. He's been, you know, um, he's been a surprise for the Lakers, but – you almost are like, really, Reeves is grabbing all these minutes? Because you had all these other guards that you thought could kind of come in. I think Malik Monk has been disappointing. I think, you know, I, I, I don't see Russell Westbrook at times. Let's just stay with the guard position. There's times where it's like, all right, Westbrook's on, Westbrook's on the floor. Things look good. And then that game against Charlotte when Rondo was in, it's like, keep Westbrook on the bench. He's not helping the Lakers. So I think the Caruso argument um, – I, I was very disappointed they didn't bring him back. He's mm-hmm. obviously proving to be a big asset for the Chicago Bulls. I think the vision that Palenka had as far as coming to the guards, it is an incomplete process because two key guys are missing. It's I, I, I buy that. I think you're right. But there's also the devil you know versus the devil you don't know, right? And with Alex Caruso, you knew exactly what you were going to get. You, you knew how he fits with Braun. You know how he fits with AD. You know how he fits with, like you said. Energy guy, Staples Center, defense, freaking goes crazy. People love him, all of those things. that I know there is no, yeah, maybe, or maybe it'll be this, or maybe it'll be that. And there's nothing. This is what it is. This is what you get. And you know it, and it's part of a championship-caliber team because it was a championship team. These other guys were all, I think this is going to work. I think that guy will fill that role. I think this guy brings in a little more offense. I think this guy will fit well here. I think that this guy will ultimately be a better player for this. And this guy can play some defense. And this guy brings some energy. And you're adding all these things up together in an effort to replace what you knew you had. And hopefully you get a little bit more. And look, I'm not saying that Alex Caruso is the reason that the Lakers are 6-5. and But his presence is missed his what he does is missed he was an asset he was, he was an, an asset, asset as absolutely as and he mm-hmm. just you you can tell in, in watching that at that podcast with jj reddick you could tell look he's thriving in chicago and good for him and he got his money good for him all this stuff but 
You could tell he wanted to stay. You can tell that he wanted to be here in Los Angeles. All right, let, let's throw this out to uh, Laker fans out there. And, and we'll, we'll stay on the Caruso topic for a quick second here. Lakers make a, a big mistake by not re-signing Alex Caruso or is let this thing play out. Talon Horn Tucker could easily come into that slot in that position and is only 20 years old, can be a bigger asset, has bigger upside. 877-710-ESPN. And one other, one other thing, Trav, I want to get into. Uh, when we were talking about Russell Westbrook, how he plays when LeBron is not there, he's supposed to have this role. I think, I think there's another wrinkle to this I want to add to. Stay right here. This is the Travis and Sliwa Show on 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Absolutely happy birthday to the Marines. Al, I got a funny story for you. My grandfather was a Marine. Okay. And um, I, I was talking with him one time, and, and I forget how we got into it, but I said, oh, Gramps, you, you were a former Marine, and he started, goes, Travis, stop right there. There is no such thing as a former Marine. Mm. <laughs> so mm. I have not made that mistake since. My, uh, my grandfather made it very clear. No such thing as a former Marine. Once a Marine, always a Marine. So happy birthday That's uh, awesome. to the Marine Corps. Yeah, so good for, good for all those guys and men and women that uh, are wearing the Marine Corps uniform. By the way, best, that is the best lot, uniform. The those blue pants, those are pretty sweet. A lot of Marines out here in Southern California, you know, San Diego specifically. Sure. You got Camp Pendleton, uh, Miramar. So you got, you got obviously uh, a lot of Marines out here. Absolutely. All right. So what is the wrinkle that we're missing on Russ? You mentioned that there's one part of the Russell Westbrook conversation that we haven't touched on yet. Well, I, I, I just say this. So as much as we're sitting here, and you're right, listen, I'm the one that when the season started or LeBron was just starting to miss a game or two. My tune was, well, this is also a big part. And this wasn't just me. This is Coach Vogel saying sure. during some of his pregames, hey, this is why we also justify this trade. If LeBron's going to miss some games coming into his 19th season, Russ can kind of keep this engine going. The reality is, as much as we watch the Lakers without LeBron James, the bigger question is always going to be when LeBron James is the primary quarterback on this team, how does Russ fit in with LeBron and with Anthony Davis, right? The reason why right now we're spending so much time talking about these two, specifically AD and, and Russ, is because Bron is not there. So it's like, okay, fellas, you take over the team and, you know, handle business against 500 teams, win a couple tough games that you're not supposed to win against because you just have such pure raw talent that you can get past some of these games even without LeBron. That has not been the case, but the the real story will come down to not how Russ plays 
when LeBron is not there. It's how those three play together because ultimately that's the only way you're going to win an NBA championship. Yeah, that, that's, that feels a little different than what I was sold at the beginning of the season. And I still keep coming back to this. That I, and maybe it's me. Maybe I'm just wrong. That I would – I thought Laker fans, and myself included, that Anthony Davis and Russell Westbrook were a better combination than just, hey, maybe we have a chance against some 500 teams. So, I, I so just, Chad, that that not, just sounds no, no, all no, wrong he, to me. Here's the thing. You're not wrong what you're saying. And you know what? You were sold a bag of uh, – Stuff. You, you were sold a bag of stuff because <laughs> – but all I can – why can, I can't sit here and tell you with confidence that those two – We've seen five games without Braun. Sure. And have you seen anything for you to indicate that they won't go two and two in these next four games or that you and I just said, if if LeBron doesn't play in the rest of this homestand, Miami, Minnesota, San Antonio, and the Chicago Bulls, that you and I wouldn't feel good about being two and two after four games? I think that's yeah, right. I'm with you. That's unfortunate, but that's kind of the reality of what we've seen so far. Maybe they prove us wrong, but again, I, I go back to I'd be surprised if they proved us wrong based on what they've shown us so far. Yeah, not tonight. That that doesn't feel likely. I hope so. I'm I'm optimistic that it's going to show up eventually, but tonight feels like a, a step too far. Let's try our first call of the day on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. Let's go to Diamond Bar and Lee. Lee, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up? Hello, Lee. How you guys doing? Hey, good. How you guys doing? Okay, yeah, I just wanted to say um, I do agree with you, Travis. Um, I, I look at the energy that Caruso played with, and a lot of the times we have a lot of lows in action, no energy. We look slow. We look like uh, we look old. Um, so I think that Caruso brought constant energy, and he knew how to keep the offense fluent. He was always a plus-minus guy. And then I think we also missing Kuzma, the same, another young person. He already get 9.5 rebounds in Washington. But the energy and the defense, and they competed. Even if he wasn't taking shots, they still competed. Appreciate you calling in, Lee. Appreciate Thanks, you calling. Lee. Well, I'll tell you one thing. You know, one thing we don't hear very often is they miss Kuzma. Yeah. You know, and, and and listen, I I I kind of looked at it. when that trade went down for Russell Westbrook. I didn't think the Lakers really lost much. I really didn't. They they found a way to use those contracts. Remember, Kuz had just signed a $13 million deal, but you didn't feel like Kuz was going to be the future of the Lakers. You just felt like, hey, that's a good asset to have at the right price that if you need to flip him in a deal, you'll get a chance to. KCP, I was a fan of KP, KCP, but also not the most consistent player, and I think they want THT to play more of that role, but be more of a player that has more of an impact, and I think Montrez Harrell was on his way out anyways. Yeah, Montrez didn't feel like that was ever going to fit here. Those, those, I, I agree with what you said, and on paper, you know, you put those guys in Washington, you get Russell Westbrook coming back together, that's a no-brainer. The, the, but the Caruso thing was not a part of that. No, that, that's, 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 that, a, that's that, a separate issue altogether. That was the conversation, yeah. it's like, you could have kept. Could you, you could. Could you have found a way to keep Caruso in the? The mix? answer was was probably yes. And and again, but just to finish the thought on on Russell Westbrook and the trade with Kuzma that Lee mentioned a minute ago, uh, y yes, you make that trade because Russell Westbrook is Russell Westbrook. He's a former MVP. You make that trade, but it did bring in that question of fit and need sure. and, and team and all of those other things because. Kuz tried to do a lot of the things that feel like they're missing right now. He just was wasn't able to do it. It wasn't that he was not trying to do them it was that he wasn't I don't want to say good enough but he wasn't able to do it and Russell Westbrook is trying to do something different and they still miss that thing that Kuzma was trying to do that Caruso brought well, they're well, still missing that piece think about this for a second the Kuzma piece I should never have a sentence where I put these two players in the same sentence Kyle Kuzma and Carmelo Anthony right Kuz what Lakers were hoping for from Kuz 
you can hit those jumpers. You could hit those wide-open threes. You could be that guy that can be a threat from the outside. Kuz just never on a consistent basis could do it. Carmelo is that guy for the Lakers right now. That's basically taking Kuz and doubling whatever he could possibly do on a consistent basis. Let's try one more. Let's go to Silmar this time. And Samuel, Samuel, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up? Hi, right, thanks for taking my call. I listen to you guys every day, man. You guys uh, definitely make my day a lot better. Thanks, Samuel. Uh, I wanted you. to call reg- regarding the the Lakers because uh, I, I feel like they let a lot of good players go recently, uh, re- like one like Kuzma and Caruso, and uh, they, they were big key players, played high like high intensity defense, and especially with Dwight Howard too. That first year that he left, uh, I mean, we should have signed him right away. Great player for us, and then same with McGee, man. Uh, I'm a lifelong Lakers fan, and I would just love love to see a lot of these great players that we love uh, stay with us. Yeah, yeah, thanks, Samuel. Look, they did let a lot of good players go. They also brought a lot of good players back. Yep. Car- Carmelo Anthony is a great player. They did bring Dwight Howard back. He left, and then you know he came, won a championship, left. They brought him back. They felt that they Rondo's needed him back. Again. Bron- Rondo is back. You look at a guy, DeAndre Jordan is a is a real. I don't know if he is a good player. Was a good player. He's a big name. He's you know he's a little long in the tooth at this point. But they 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 didn't just let a bunch of guys go and replace him with a bunch of other guys. They went out and tried to make the team better. The question is, are they better? And so far, no. You know, again. 11 out of 82 games. There is a yep. long way to go. This isn't a finished uh, it's test. It's an incomplete project. It, That's it just is, all it is. But it's the first the first eighth of the project is, does not look good. It's a fail. <laughs> yeah, it's, they, yeah. They failed in the first you know, 11 yeah. games. I mean, just listen, listen. I think you, you've, you've gone out of your way to mention this as well. They're 6-5. and five. We're 11 games in. We're 10 days into November. Um, you're not going to win a championship on November 10th. Nope. All we can do is assess what we've seen so far. What we've seen so far, this team's got a long way to go, and I don't think playing Miami tonight's going to help very much. <laughs> ESPN Radio is brought to you. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's so funny, Al. You nearly made me choke to death. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. It's Wednesday. It's 1045. It's time for Ask Lee. That's next. Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. As much as I love Ask Slee, and I do, I get particularly excited when there's like a new wrinkle to it, when we get a a, a new person or a new voice that wants to participate and ask you and Ask Slee. Okay. So for this one, we go inside the other studio to Emily, who has an Ask Slee. This is very exciting. Yeah, so uh, first time, long time. Uh, (laughs) Hashtag Ask Slee. We appreciate you downloading the podcast. Thank you for being a part of the show. Hashtag Ask Slee. So in yesterday's show, you said cliche instead of cliche. Uh, Why? That's my question. No, I think I said cliche. No. No, we'll play back the tape for you. I got a couple of tweets on it, too. Like, are you just going to let that go by with cliche? What did I say? You said cliche. Like Nick, Le- cliche. Like Nick cliche. Yeah. You said cliche. I do not have an answer to that question, <laughs> and that is a good ass sleep. Um, <laughs> I have no idea. So was it just a slip of the tongue, or did you just this very moment, 1045, uh, no, I, early November, realize that it's cliche and not cliche? 
No, I definitely know it's not cliche. <laughs> okay. Are you sure I said cliche? Yes. There's other words, 100%, I'll mispronounce, no question about it. But cliche is that one's kind of an easy one. There's, I think it was How I Met Your Mother. There's a whole thing where there's words that you think are said one way until you get to be about 35 or 40. You're like, wait, I've been saying that wrong for 30 years? Yeah, so totally. I just, I just want to make sure that that's not you, Al. There's probably some words that I have no idea what they mean, but I just know when to use them. <laughs> and I've had you know this, what I mean? I've had this Ask Slee in my head for a whole 24 hours just it's waiting important. for it. It's what is, that's what we're here for. All right. We did a prep call for an hour, and you didn't want to ask me. We had, had all this time. Yeah, Eric writes, when in a public bathroom and there's an option, does Slee go with the air blade to dry his hands, paper towel, or do you just wipe them on your pants? Uh, Cliché. You know what? I'm I'm probably grabbing a couple paper towels. If I have the opportunity to grab a couple paper towels, yeah, just really kind of dry off the hands, throw away the paper towel, and kind of go along there. Um, I'm doing that. If I had to rank it, the... The air is going second, and then Ooh. the last thing I'm doing is walking uh, out without uh, without any. Well, no, you know, the, my hands the, wiped. the paper towels are the correct choice because then you can grab the door, the door handle and all that other stuff. So that's that's obviously number one. The blade, I feel like, just throws all of the terribleness up into the into the the air, and now you're inhaling now my, all of those. Now other my things. stomach is uh, is <laughs> wet exactly. because yeah, all a, the it's a bad deal. All the water is Get, just on me now. I'll wipe them on my jeans before I'm using the blade. The blade's a mess. All right, this is from uh, JOF. Uh, now that you've had some significant time with him, do you consider Trav a BFF? <laughs> Hashtag Ask Slee. We need more time for BFF. <laughs> we need more time for BFF. I, I have, respect that. I have friends who you know I've known for 20 years. Uh, the ups, the downs, the insides, the out, you know what I mean? So, But Travis and I are in a – let's just say this. We're uh, heading in the right direction. <laughs> I think there's a lot of potential in our friendship. And okay. uh, until Travis one day invites me over to his house and says, hey, I want you to hang out on a Saturday afternoon. Uh, Let's just kick back and watch some sports. Look, until that invitation is there, how how are we BFFs? Well, that that's a fair assessment, and, and I respect it. I consider hey, you, you want to spend the night? <laughs> no, we're not doing that. We're, <laughs> we we got to get through a few more things. But, yeah, I, I agree. We do need – you know what? I'm saying – I've said this before. We'll invite yep. Amanda. We'll invite uh, Greg, yep. Chris, everybody. We'll mm-hmm. do a little event at Casa Just so Rogers. everybody knows, he said this about four years ago. Well, it's getting Still a little cold. You know, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. I and mean, by the way, taco guy on me. That's definitely. You know what I'm waiting for is for you to do that whole thing. I don't get invited. I'm just tagged on Twitter. <laughs> that you guys had like Wish the you most were amazing here. time. Hashtag Slee. <laughs> this is from Darb. When Slee was young, Slee was his favorite item from the ice cream man the fake candy or the gum cigarettes so he could walk around and pretend to smoke. <laughs> it's a damn good question. It's a great um, question. I would always have the. Uh, the cigarettes were cool, you know. That was kind of like a cool moment there. But I think even just the thought of doing it, my mom and my dad were ready to, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're uh, jack this kid up if he doesn't, you know, get his act together. So I think that 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 only lasted so long. I was more of the um, why am I forgetting the name? What's the uh, the gum the as you're putting it in like it's uh, tobacco? Why, why am I forgetting? Oh, the big league chew. The big league chew. I was the big league chew and just put so much freaking gum in your mouth. <laughs> I don't know why, but I, it was just like the greatest thing to do. You couldn't. Well, it came the, in a pouch and it was shredded. You felt like you were George Brett for a minute. 100%. You had a big chaw on the side of your mouth. It was awesome. 100%. Who By the way, like that? Isn't, isn't that kind of funny that these are the items being sold to kids back then? It was, hey, let's pretend you're smoking <laughs> Fake a cigarette. cigarettes. And it had okay. the little powdered sugar on yep. the end, so when you'd blow it, it would come yep. out like smoke. <laughs> and why yeah. don't you just put some 
additional tobacco chew just on the side <laughs> of your mouth as if you're freaking give that kid a free pack of uh, fake lucky strikes and let's get him started early along the way uh tf tfp says uh hashtag Lee, when you're out jogging and you hit a light do you jog in place while waiting for the light to change okay it's a good question and every time i'm driving and i see somebody jogging in place in my head i'm like bro just stop running just wait a second the light's gonna turn green and then you go 100%, I've definitely been the guy that I get to the stop. I'm like, well, you got to just keep, gotta keep your legs moving. Got to keep your legs moving. <laughs> just, you know, you can't stop. Okay, look, Trav, I know no. you're not out running marathons on a nightly basis, not, and not I'm not way, either. No. Okay. But when you did run, there was something to not stopping. I can't. Did, so, I, did you feel like when you did stop, now you're going to stop so <laughs> That's it. No, that's no, awesome. I think you, you think I'm kidding. I'm not kidding. I could run for a mile if I stopped, uh-huh. I'm done. I could run for ten miles if I stop. I if as long as I kept like a shark, as long as I keep right. swimming, I'm fine. But the second I have to stop, it's a wrap. It's just there not comes a point where your legs are you just don't even feel them anymore. It just becomes like a machine going back and forth. But the moment that machine stops, like yeah, that engine that engine's not starting up again. All right, here's one more. This is from Daniel Ruiz. I don't recognize the name, so Daniel, welcome to Ask Slee. Make it a habit. When you are in the ten item or less line at the supermarket, and the customer ahead of you possibly has more more than 10 are you the type to count their items and if they're over 10 will you confront them face to face or report it to the cashier oh they're getting a look they're getting a look what i don't need is a cart by the way you got 12 items it's all good but bro you don't bring in 38 items and like try to quietly sneak in. oh no just nothing to see here people nothing to see here so they'll get a little bit of a look can i can i give you another thing that kind of bothers me in this is going to be outside the grocery store by all means this one's random but i'm going to just explain it to you anyways yesterday i go to the gym playing some basketball i think i told you starting to play a little bit if anybody's out there if not i'll shoot around playing some two on two can i tell you something that is an absolute no and you know what what do we call these the unwritten rules Mm -hmm. there's some unwritten rules in life okay you know what the unwritten rules are when you're in an indoor gym and there's some decent basketballs there can you not kick the basketball against the wall and just slowly start? Because this is what happens. Get a little... These balls start getting lopsided. Yeah. And every time I go to gym, I'm like, Who, how is this possible that these, these balls get lopsided? Dude's kicking the ball like he's playing freaking like backstop. Or, I don't know. <laughs> uh, that one came out of nowhere, but I just figured I'd throw that one in in the most unsmooth way possible. That's and fine. I, think I accomplished it. It's your own ask sleep. That's right. Yeah. I, I, I'm all for it. You can, you can ask it's yourself your own ask, ask sleep. sleep. It's, oh, it's that's, absolutely that's good. Just very quickly on the grocery line thing, the 10 or 12 or whatever the nine. Yeah. The, 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 the best passive aggressive way to do it is just kind of just barely loud enough for the other person to hear you go. 11, 12, 13, mm. yeah, that's too many. And then you no, just kind of let it sit there. Okay, this is why I brought up the basketball <laughs> things, because I said that I would give that person a little bit of a dirty look. Uh-huh. When that dude kicked the ball on the wall, first one, I let it go. Second time, I'm like, hey, what buddy. are you doing? Hey, buddy, this is not is this, this is, amateur hour. <laughs> this is not the MLS. We're trying to get a couple of shots up here. Take it Freaking easy. Portland Timbers over here. <laughs> All right. Dave Roberts uh, potentially is going in as a lame duck into the 2022 season. That's just one of a whole bunch of questions Andrew Friedman was asked about uh, the Dodgers in the upcoming season. Some real Dodger talk coming up next. It's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN.